0: 1 Corinthians 16 19 to 24. The churches in the province of Asia send you greetings. Aquila and Priscilla greet you warmly in the Lord and so does the church that meets at their house. All the brothers and sisters here send you greetings. Greet one another. Lord. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with you. My love to all of you in Christ Jesus. Amen. There are certain words we use in English which are borrowed from other languages. When we have that strange sensation that we have experienced something before, we talk about having a sense of déjà vu. Or when we speak of something which is normally appealing, but we can't quite explain why, we talk of it having a certain je ne sais quoi. When we talk of something being very current in terms of its moral and intellectual values, we quite often refer to the zeitgeist. The terms don't necessarily always translate that well. For example, Some of you may live in a cul-de-sac. Well, the French term cul-de-sac literally means bottom of the bag. And not even a particularly polite word for bottom either. A term I've noticed becoming more commonplace in recent years is "huga," especially in winter. It's a Danish word and there's no specific English equivalent for it. It's about enjoying cosy contentment in simple pleasures, like reading a book with a hot chocolate by a roaring fire on a cold day. Jules and I watch a lot of foreign crime dramas, which are shown on BBC Four on Saturday evenings. And Jules is very good at picking up languages and differentiating between different words. To me, it's normally an unintelligible jumble. But occasionally, in the midst of it all, an English word will crop up, suggesting that the same thing is happening in reverse. Gotta admit, it's quite often the swear words. But in German the word for a hooligan is the Rowdy. If in German you hear your favourite golden oldie chin on the radio, they'll talk about their evergreen or evergreen. In Russia, I'm told the word for a large railway station is Vauxhall because the engineers visited Vauxhall Station in London. A friend who lives in Japan tells me that when a bride processes down the aisle at her wedding she is said to be walking the Virgin Road. And there are a number of words we use in settings carried over from other languages. Hallelujah is the Hebrew for praise the Lord. Similarly, Amen is Hebrew for so be it. One of the Aramaic words which is preserved in in Greek and Christian tradition is Abba, an intimate word for Father which both Jesus and the Apostle Paul encourage people to use when referring to God and sometimes those words were preserved in the original text even though the rest of it was written in Greek and there was an example of that in today's reading towards the end of the reading we have the words come Lord and Paul breaks from his usual Greek to use an Aramaic word Maranatha. I was aware of that word from quite a young age actually. Not far from where I grew up in Belfast there was a guesthouse called Maranatha and a bookshop called Maranatha. Until recently there was a book not far from here, a bookshop not far from here in Harrow which had the same name. Bible scholar Kenneth Bailey highlights that Maranatha is actually a two-word phrase and it can mean subtly different things depending on where you put the break between the words. One version which sounds pretty much as we would pronounce it Maranatha, Maranatha means the Lord has come or the Lord is here. But the other slightly different one is Maranatha, Maranatha, and that's more of a plea, please come Lord. Or it could equally be a simple statement, not explicitly directed to God, it can translate as the Lord's coming. And that tension of different meanings of that one word Maranatha is quite appropriate for this Advent season We have talked about in a sense we're looking back and seeing that yes the Lord has come as it's poetically described at the start of the Gospel of John the word has become flesh and dwelt among us our God has come to us in Jesus and we will celebrate his birth very soon but we also know we are looking forward to the completion of God's promises, to the renewal, restoration and reconciliation of all things, for that time when the old order of death, sorrow, tears, pain passes away. But it doesn't just have to be a give us pie in the sky in the sweet by and by type prayer. It can be a prayer that we make for a present reality here and now, in whatever we encounter today. If we have a decision to make, we can pray, Maranatha, come Lord, and ask for the Lord to come and guide us and guide us in right paths. If we're struggling with a particular problem, we can pray, Maranatha Lord, come. Help us. When we pray for sick friends, we can pray, Maranatha Lord, come, bring healing to them. Give them strength, courage and patience to face what they have to face in their recovery. Give wisdom to doctors and nurses and other specialists who are trying to diagnose and help. When we're watching the news and are heartbroken by sins from around the world and we feel powerless to help, we can pray, Maranatha, Lord, come, Lord, be present to those who really need you in that place right now. Yes, at Advent we remember that the Lord has come. We cling to the longing that he will. But in between times, he's promised to be with us always and never to leave us nor forsake us. So as we offer them the day ahead, let's seek his presence. Wherever we are, whatever we're doing, whatever we bring, let's welcome the Lord into this day Maranatha come Lord let's pray we take a moment to consider those things we long for for ourselves for our loved ones for our acquaintances for our leaders, for situations we will hear about in the news. Maranatha, come Lord Jesus. We consider our own hearts Offering those parts of us which we had rather not face sometimes to God. The thoughts, words, deeds we regret. Those things which haunt us, accuse us, or judge us. Maranatha, come, Lord Jesus. Now we think of a friend. Someone we know really needs Christ's love right now. In a moment of stillness, we pray for them. Maranatha, come, Lord Jesus. We think of our church with all the decisions facing us, all that's planned for this Christmas season, and the work of rebuilding that will be ahead in 2021. Maranatha, come, Lord Jesus. And we think of a situation in the news where the presence of God really needs to be known. He is there already. But we pray that his presence and impact might be welcomed, even if it's not explicitly recognised. Maranatha, come Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father, for loving us so much that you sent your Son to save us. Maranatha, may Jesus be born again in us this Christmas. Thank you, Jesus, that you came before and we have been promised that you will come again. Maranatha, we long for you to make all things new. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for filling my life and empowering me to walk in right paths. Maranatha, may the Lord Jesus Christ come to you and live through you this day and always.